<sighs> yeah. <clears throat> I am absolutely fascinated by the prospect of time travel. Is that right? Yeah. Because it seems like you're rather bored. Well, I'm not bored. Okay. I am truly, absolutely fascinated by the concept, the prospect of time yes, travel. Yes, yes, you did mention um, So fascinated by it that... You know, we're going to keep revisiting that theme again and again and again. Well, I mean that topic again yes, and again yes, and again. Yes, yes, yes. And again on this show. I promise you that. Okay. There is an idea of a show. A working concept. A finished product. This is the beginning. Perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is... Simply a big bogus podcast. Yeah, this this right here, this would be the closing episode for season ten. Everything after this is gonna be season eleven. Uh-huh. Air quotes because you know the seasons are nonsensical uh yeah yeah uh, and the show is well on, i mean the show is on scripted yeah yeah i mean i mean i mean, well, I mean that is the gist anyway um as you always say we're wasting time so let's just get into well, it that's nice. this is season 10 episode 13 the final the final what redundant the final episode of the season uh this is big bogus podcast my name is mighty blackwood and he, the interrupting one, is my conscience. Uh, today we're going to bring you... Um, oh, yeah. Say hi. How kind. Hello. Wow, I said say hi. And also, I didn't realize my conscience needed attention. Anyway, uh, today we're just going to free flow about uh, time travel. So, the first time I watched Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, I swear... I cannot recall when that was. However, I do know I did not finish that movie. Okay. I did not watch it all. Why even mention it? Shh. I'm getting to a point, as always. You're running the time out, is what you're doing. Well, you know, if it feels like that, good for you. Um, but that's not what I'm doing. It feels like that. Okay, so this movie came out, that movie came out okay. in 2014. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Couldn't tell you when I watched it. Couldn't tell you where I watched it, but I do know for sure I stopped watching it because I thought it was boring. Mad boring. It's not that I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. I mean, sometimes that kind of thing happens when you give a movie a first play. But I just felt it was so fucking boring. I just had to stop watching it. And I had zero interest in revisiting this movie until, you know, recently when I saw it again on Netflix, available to watch. And I was like, eh, let's give it a try. You know, it's a long-form movie, about three hours, just about. And I was like, yeah, I could stay up and watch this shit. Let me see, especially now since I've seen reviews about it. And, you know, I've seen little meme videos about, ooh, I was your that, ghost. That is not yet. It was me. I was your ghost and all this shit. I knew what was going to happen, so I figured, eh, let me give it a play and see if it all makes sense. And you know what? What? It kind of did. Now, by it kind of did, what I mean is that, of course, movies are supposed to make sense. But this movie, that movie, <laughs> Interstellar made sense, um... For one reason that you would not expect, all right? 
I believe the major way in which that movie makes sense is that it is very, very, very boring to watch for the first time. Uh, you know, it's rather uninteresting because you have to pay so much attention, especially in this day and time. I mean, I know it was made in 2014. However, you have to give it your undivided attention to really hold on to what the fuck is going on in that movie. Right? So, if you watch it one time through and then get the gist of it at the end, then you watch it again, the movie makes sense in that you're literally time-traveling this entire concept that the movie is trying to show you, which is time-traveling. Would you mind running that bias again? Uh, well, by the listeners again? Okay, so obviously you're not physically time-traveling simply by watching the movie again. You're still going into the future, but the concept, you literally, not literally, you figuratively have to time-travel to watch it all over again so that you can understand the little nuances throughout the movie that the movie is trying to tell you in the first uh -huh. iteration. Not iteration. Iteration is a repetition of something. Motherfucker. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. The first time you watch the movie, it's trying to show you something. It's trying to show you how smart it is as a movie. It's trying to line things up for you and knock them down. But then you don't really catch all that shit if you're not really paying attention fully. So... When you go back in time, so to speak, and rewatch that motherfucker, really and truly, you get to really and truly appreciate a movie about time traveling that forces you to, air quotes, time travel to fucking appreciate it. It's brilliant. I'm not sure if Christopher Nolan lined it up like that, but it's fucking brilliant in that way. Now, as I said, I have a vested interest. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't have a vested interest in time travel. However, I have a deep interest in time travel. And that's why I like to watch movies about time travel and space travel and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. So, I have rewatched Looper probably twice. I have seen Tenet probably twice. And I have seen, uh, what was that? What was that movie I was just talking about? Wow, <laughs> Interstellar. Oh yeah, Interstellar. Um, by the way, uh -huh. Looper was not made by Christopher Nolan. What is the connection? Well, I mean, like time travel movies, you know. Okay, but you mentioned two Christopher Nolan movies, yeah. and then a third movie yeah. that has nothing to do with them. Well, you know, it came to mind, so whatever. And I watched um, Looper recently, so you know. Put up with it. Wow. Okay. That's nice. So I have watched other nice. movies and TV shows, especially, especially Star Trek The Next Generation, All Good Things, the final two episodes of the entire series. That's about time travel. Um, I believe, however, uh -huh. that... That what? That what? And uh -huh. this is the reason I'm mentioning Christopher Nolan's name so much. Okay. You know, God bless his heart. I just don't think he has a firm grasp on time travel. Neither do I. Wow. Neither do I, oh, nice. but based on what I think of this shit, oh, nice. I just don't think he has a firm grasp on the material. But entertaining as his movies might be, but maybe. Yeah, I just don't think uh, he does. Why? Why are you? The why one am I the one? Why am I? Call uh, out. Why to, to call out what? To call out 
not an accomplished filmmaker wow. when you have not made any films wow. whatsoever. Wow. Well, first of all, um, why not me, motherfucker? But uh, the second thing would have to be that, you know, we're not talking about filmmaking here. We're talking about the concept of time travel, and I'm calling that motherfucker out because, you know, um, although I have not delved into his knowledge base when it comes to time traveling, um, I can clearly see in his movies that maybe the man doesn't have the firmest grasp on the thing. According to you. Simply because after watching his works, uh-huh. I'm left with so many questions um and not enough answers you know what i'm saying so that what that that is what makes me the one to call it out okay questions like what well you know i don't have a list <laughs> however um instead of like rhyming off a bunch of reasons uh-huh. for which i do not believe he has a firm grasp on the question of time travel um i'm just going to say that the main thing about his movies and in, 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 uh, addressing time travel is that he keeps having people meet themselves in the past or in the future. Um, well, it's always the present. But, you know, one person comes from the past or one person comes from the future and meets himself or herself or whatever the fuck. And I think that's absolute nonsense. I don't think it works because if matter is absolute and only changes but can never ever cease to exist that would mean in my opinion a person can never meet himself or herself in the past in the present in the future at any fucking time because all the things that compose this person in question would have to transmutate into the past version or the future version of himself or herself. Therefore, the question of meeting oneself in another time frame makes no sense. Basically, what uh, Christopher Nolan's doing is making movies about dimensional travel. Um, he's making movies about meeting an alternate version of oneself. Uh, he is not making movies about time travel. Um, these movies are well disguised as time travel pictures, but they're not movies about time travel. Just not at all. Uh-huh. Not even a little bit. Care to uh, care to explain in layman's terms? <laughs> Especially since you are a layman. Yes, I would love to. Okay, here goes. All right, we're always traveling into the future, right? So if I were to make a movie about meeting myself in the future, um, how the fuck would that happen? If all the material that composes me um, happen to be in a unique composition, meaning um, wherever I am. Well, it's always present since uh, my consciousness cannot exist in the future or the past. Um, it's always present to an individual. If all the material that composes me uh, is uniquely composed, that means... If I am to travel to a time when things were um, not as developed as they are right now or things are more developed than they are right now, that means my composition right now will have to be frozen in time, so to speak, and then transported um, to a time either in the past or the future when things are different. 
and then I'll immediately be affected by the environment I arrive in. Which means, you know, I cannot go and meet my own unique composition of matter in a time where things were less developed or in a time where things are more developed or just differently developed. It makes no fucking sense because the matter that composes me is unique. Therefore, if I am to meet a similar arrangement of matter, I can only meet a different arrangement of matter. Uh And that's all there fucking is to it. Okay. And that is another fucking dimension. Okay. That is not time travel. Okay, it is not time travel. It ain't. And not to mention, uh, well, I am going to mention, no matter what you do, you're always going to the future. Even if you so-called travel to the past, that is your fucking future. So, fundamentally, what I'm trying to get at is Christopher Nolan and probably everyone else that's ever made a time travel movie has gotten it all very confused because you can't meet yourself in another time frame. And time travel is not possible for the person doing it. Um, All that's possible to do is rearrange every single molecule around the person that's traveling, so to speak to a different time so that this person remains stationary and everything around him or her changes to either a time let's say air quotes a time to a state when they were less developed the person or a state when they are more developed person let's just say to a state when they are the differently pers- the person arranged okay differently arranged and the fucked up thing is that immediately upon arriving in a different state in a different environment in which all the matter around you is different from uh, the state the point at which you left now all the matter composing you has to interact with all the matter that is different around you so now you're gonna fucking change as well Well, if someone spends 50 years in jail, comes out and has his or her mind blown by the new reality, imagine his or her matter composition in time traveling. Okay, how do we end this? How How do we wrap? Time traveling movies are good exercises for the thought. Uh, processes of people, but none of them are realistic. They're all movies about dimensional traveling. Okay. If you could time travel, you'd completely change. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Okay, so beyond the fact that if you were to be uh, put into stasis and then awoken in a different uh, space of time, so to speak, what the problems would be inherent in that situation, consider this. Uh, Time is relative because we're not all on the same time scale. Time operates differently in every single entity. Think about that.